huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Is social media ruining our lives? And I don't mean is it ruining our Facebook lives, I mean is it ruining our lives? Now, I've perceived that I've had more upside than downside on social media since I've been using it to grow my business, my brand, my network, podcasts, books, leads, clients, followers, fans, subscribers, etc. And I guess I've always avoided or danced around the subject of the downsides directly in a video. And I've probably started sharing it more within content that I create for you. But I think it's important to put in its own space a discussion about the upsides and downsides of social media. And just to check that you're getting what you need from social media, because I speak to a lot of my clients who are spending a lot of time on social media and they're doing a lot of content marketing and they're putting a lot of themselves out there, but they're not actually getting any of the upsides. Now, I want to put um, a polarized argument for you, to you, if you like. And that is on the one side, um, social media is an enabler of building your brand. Uh, but a lot of people are worried about the downsides of the security, the privacy, the critics, the trolling, the hate. Critics, trolls, haters, punks and wankers. <laughs> They're the five different levels of um, attacking that you're going to endure on social media, social media if you want to build your brand. So um, I think the first thing to talk about with social media is that it is not all upside and it is not all downside. Like nothing is all upside and downside. And I think it's wise to go in knowing the full upsides and downsides. So I believe the upsides to be that you can get um, good education um, for free or low cost, hopefully from people like me. Uh, you can put yourself out there and reach thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions or even more people for free. Um, you can build communities. You can find your ideal clients. You can build a personal brand, a company brand. You can sell way more of your books. You can get way more podcast downloads. You can make a difference to many people across the globe. You can use social media as 
therapy and catharsis for yourself in that you can share the messages that are important to you that also help you get out of yourself the things you're bottling up. Um, you can use other people's groups that they've set up. I don't know why I squeaked then. You can use other people's groups um, that they've set up where there are tens of thousands of your ideal clients in. Uh, and there are just some of the upsides. But the downsides are real. Someone asked me in one of my Ask Me Anything lives, hey, Rob, um, is there negative as well as positive for you on social media? Well, of course there is. Um, and the downsides are that you can get attacked, trolled, um, you can get unfairly criticized, people can put fake news, lies, defamation and inaccurate comments about you. Um, you can get bullied. Um, you could um, get uh, literally stalked. I've been stalked. I've had fake news put out about me. Someone put a Twitter account up called Rob Moore's Penis. Someone put a Facebook page up called Rob Moore Money Grabber. People have used my name to newsjack and leverage their own content. Ironically, they get about 20 times the amount of views they normally do when they use my name. People have tried to out me on social media, criticize me, break me, defame me. Um, yeah, there's been, like I said, lies, hatred, unfair criticism, pure um, fake news uh, that people have um, stalked me on my street. Um, is it worth it? Well, to me, the answer is yes. Because I believe that people will love you and people will loathe you anyway. I believe that people will stand for you and people will stand against you anyway. I believe simultaneously somewhere on the planet, someone is trying to lift you up and someone is trying to drag you down. If you've been in business long enough, you're going to fall out with some people and you're going to have some people that don't like what you do. There is a natural order anyway that some people will support you and be fans and followers of you regardless. And some people will criticize, troll and try and bring you down regardless. And all that social media does is exaggerate both of those polarities. It exaggerates the upside and it exaggerates the downside. So often your fans are like, yeah, Rob, I love you. And you literally could do nothing wrong and they won't believe anything bad that's said about you. And then you've got your haters that, yeah, Rob, you're a wanker. And they won't believe anything good that is said about you. So I think the way to leverage and control social media the most is one, to be clear on your vision. So why do you want to use social media? For me, I want to use social media to reach more people, to help more people on the planet get a better financial education and to start and scale their businesses. And the question is, am I prepared to pay the price? Now, the answer to that rhetorical question for me is, of course, yes, I'm prepared to pay the price. Are you prepared to pay the price? Now, to those of you who are not putting yourself out there enough, you're, you, are, you are maybe letting the cost and the price that you're fully aware of because you see it happening to others. Maybe you are um, overly concerned about the downside and the price you'll have to pay. Therefore, you're not stepping up. But, the, but here's the reality. You will always have a critic. So do you want it to be the outer critic or the inner critic? If you put yourself out there on social media, you put your brand out there in an authentic way, people will hate about you the very thing that is great about you. And so putting yourself and your work out, your message out to the masses, will mean that you will get the outer critic. No matter how you present yourself to the world, you will get the outer critic. Look at the size of that wasp, get out of town. Um, so that is one of the prices that you pay for putting your message out to the masses. 
Um, so are you prepared to pay the price of the outer critic? Because if you're not, you will get the inner critic. And the inner critic is going, oh, no, I should get out there on social media. I know I need to increase my reach. I know I need to build a personal brand. I know I've got to get my message out there. I know I'm playing small. And that inner critic will nag at you, nag at you. So for me, I'd rather have the outer critic than the inner critic. Um, but you will always get one kind of critic. So that, that's the first thing. The next thing is, w- would you rather be successful? Would you rather have um, you know, a message that reaches the masses? Uh, would you rather have people that stand against you? Sorry, um, would, you, you know, would you rather have all the fruits of your labor? Or would you rather have nothing but no critics? So I think the only way to receive no criticism is to be nothing, say nothing and do nothing. I think there's an actual quote along those lines. As Anthony has said here, you haven't made it until you've had a critic or a troll or a hater. Remember, there are different levels. Critics, trolls, haters, punks and wankers. Um, Now, by the way, a critic and a troll are not the same. People think that trolls are critics. Um, Critics are people who are giving you downside feedback. um, And actually, they um, can be very useful. Some critics are balanced. Some critics, you know, care about um, being accurate and correct. Um, You know, the traditional definition of a critic would be, you know, someone who reviews things in a balanced fashion. But, you know, the online critic has become the the person who does no research, has no desire for truth um, and only has a desire to um, show your downsides or to bring you down. Now, a troll is a fake profile. Trolling is illegal. I know many trolls. I know people who are setting up fake accounts um, and, you know, I, I... I don't need to out them. I believe that they will get their their justice. Um, But trolling is illegal um, and you can go to prison for trolling. You need critics. Well, I mean, if there was no reason to have trolls, we wouldn't have trolls. So clearly you need trolls. What's the purpose of a critic? The purpose of a critic is to keep you humble, to keep you balanced, to keep you um, on an even keel, not too um, high, not too low. Um, to make sure that you do good work and that you have accountability for your products and services and the way that you treat people. Because let's be honest, if there were no critics, you would do, say, be whoever, whatever you wanted. There would be no, um, there would no, be no reason for you to be careful, for you to be considered, for you to be factual, for you to be balanced. Um, so actually, they serve you. They get you to continually self-evaluate. Um, and and really to check in on your mission and your message to the masses. I am saddened, maybe even shocked, at how many people are using social media right now. And I suppose I want this to be a bit of a friendly, I I wouldn't say it's a warning, but so many people are doing zero research and barking on social media. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content. 
and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So many people are commenting on other people's posts with no research that that is factually correct and then judging. So many people are using social media as a weapon for hate, for revenge, for outing people, for criticizing, for trolling, to try and bring people down. Uh, And, you know, if people are using social media as a weapon, that weapon can also shoot themselves in the face. If you throw shit at people on social media, some of the stink will stick to you. Let me say that again. If you throw shit on social media, some of the stink will stick on you. And I I believe social media is a mirror um, to to humanity. So I think if you use social media to build your brand, to do good, to put a meaningful message out to the masses, you're going to attract clients, you're going to attract um, beneficiaries and funders and supporters and subscribers. Of course, you're going to attract the trolls as well, the critics, the haters. They, they were always there. They just weren't manifest. And when you have a, a vast brand, they just become manifest. So really what you're doing is turning unmanifest into manifest when more people see you. So a few of my followers and supporters have noticed I've had um, a couple of people jumping on me recently, uh, criticizing me, outing me, uh, a lot of um, lies and you know fake information and leveraging my name and my brand to try and build their own in their own group or on their own page. And people have said, hey, you know, hey, Rob, what's going on there? Hey, Rob, are you OK? But in reality, this happens, I wouldn't say frequently, but, you know, I can certainly think back probably at least every six months, I would say, you know, there's a reasonable campaign against my name. That's because they see the opportunity to leverage my name and get 20 times the followers or because, um, you know, that they feel the need to challenge me or to try and bring me down or to try and expose me. Um, I guess to leverage their own brand or I guess because, you know, there may there may have been a disagreement or I guess because they just see things differently to me or I guess because, you know, that they the, the, their, their job, if you like, that self-appointed. Um, is to look at all of the people out there that are putting themselves out there and building a good brand and are relatively successful and are training others. And, you know, they are, I want to bring that person down, I want to bring that person down, I want to bring bring that person down. So there's this little sort of, um, what do you call it? What do you call that circular thing in a fairground? Is it like a roundabout? And they go round everyone and of course I'm going to get my turn and I'm going to get my turn. And um, if they're not talking about me, then I'm not out there. And if I'm if they're not criticizing me, then um, no one knows who I am because they're going to pick the people who have the, the, the more vast brand, who have the stronger message. The stronger your message, the more opposition you're going to get. So you could say that the opposition is linked to the strength of your message. Look at Donald Trump. You know, he's very strong and forthright in his messages. And of course, he has a, a, a huge amount of resistance and, and hate and criticism. Now, a lot of people don't talk about Trump very positively, especially in the UK. But um, one thing I believe is worth um, 
studying with him is his um, it, almost the strength and volition of, of being himself, regardless of what other people would say. It's almost like the more criticism he gets, the more he's prepared to put himself out there and what seems to be being himself. I don't know him, so I can't judge. Uh, and I think, you know, if you want to be successful and you want to make a difference and you want to build, build a vast personal brand and um, you know, want to reach a lot of people and you want to grow a successful company, um, then I think... Um, you putting your message out there with volition and strength, despite the criticism. And then when you get the criticism, almost doubling down on who you are and putting your message out there with even more strength and volition. Uh, I, I think that's a sign of authenticity, integrity, of knowing who you are. Merry-go-round, that's it. I said around about merry-go-round. So I'm one of the people on the merry-go-round in certain hate groups. Um, and so I'm going to get you know picked every now and again. And of course, in business, Sometimes you get bullied and you have to defend yourself. In business, sometimes you have to let people go. You have to break partnerships. You have to break relationships. You have to let staff go. Um, so, yeah, I think that um, this is the nature. And now we've had an interesting comment here. Let me, I completely agree. I see some business owners having massive bust-ups on social media and it doesn't enhance anyone's brand. Here's the thing. When you use social media for a weapon, that weapon can easily turn on you. And a lot of people have bust-ups on social media uh, publicly. And I guess they think that they're winning fans over, um, you know, because they've got a few of their fans going, yeah, love you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, go for it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but those fans will always do that. And those fans um, will, will blindly follow those individuals. Now, I don't say that as a criticism. You will always have fans who blindly follow you. You will always have critics who blindly resist you. You will always have fans who lift you up. You will always have critics who pull you down. So when you understand that this is the nature, um, I think that you'll go and be yourself and be authentic and have integrity and put your work out to the masses, um, regardless of the praise or the criticism. Now, sometimes people do it for praise and they have a need for praise. So that affects how much they put themselves out there and the volition of their message. And then, of course, some people are scared of the criticism. Um, but yeah, I, you know, if I could give you some gentle and general guidance on social media, this is definitely not advice because, you know, people often say, oh, Rob, how do I deal with a critic? How do I deal with a hater? How do I deal with a troll? Um, you know, how do I put myself out there more when I have all these fears? And in reality, it's context dependent. It depends if you're on the extreme of not putting yourself out there and you listening to this needing to step up or on the extreme of you're out there a lot and maybe using social media as a bit of a weapon. Um, but I think you've got to think about how do I want this mirror of social media to reflect on me? So if you avoid arguments and criticizing others, in the end, you'll attract less of that. You'll always attract it because the critic has the purpose to keep you humble, balanced, serving your clients, improving your products and service and growing it. Essentially, a critic is a challenge and a fan is support. Um, so, yeah, um, if you avoid criticizing others, defaming others, if you avoid getting uh, involved in um, outing and public fights and spats, in the long run, you'll have less of them. If you get involved in them all, you can get that short-term hit of extra comments and a few people following you and loving the fact that you, you, know, you rant and you shout out there. But in the long run, you'll just have too many enemies. And because I've been doing what I've been doing for 15 years, I can see both downsides and upsides of all strategy, short-term and long-term. Um, so I think if you use social media put, to put a good message out there, if you use social media to educate people, to inspire people, to empower people, um, to make a, a good difference in the world, 
then uh, I think in the end, in the long run, that will come back on you. Now, in the short term, when you're not newsjacking or engagement jacking or using uh, controversial topics, in the long run, you feel like, oh, this is going slow. But it, sorry, in the short term, it feels like it's going slow because, you know, you can use some controversy in someone else's name and newsjack to, um, you know, to elevate your social media brand. But if you become known for that in the end, you'll hit, you'll hit a ceiling and, and no one will take um, anything that you say or do seriously. So I think a lot of it is about thinking long term versus short term and thinking about the consequences of what you do. What's the consequence of giving good, balanced advice um, and helping people and caring and using social media for a, a, you know, a, a meaningful vision and mission? Well, the consequence is probably you get kindness back, you get support back. Um, you know, you end up making a difference and you get gratitude back. If you use it as a weapon to shoot your gun at everyone else, like I said, when you throw shit at others, some of the stink will stick to you. And when you use it for that, that's what you're going to attract back. Now, the, 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 the thing is, is seeing the long term versus the short term, because in the short term, this news jacking and engagement jacking and controversy, in the short term, it'll give you that instant hit and that buzz and you'll do a post and you'll get loads of comments and you think, oh, this is great. But then you'll get addicted to that and you have to do that more and more and more. And Katie Hopkins did that more and more and more. And then all of a sudden she's banned from Twitter. She has no Twitter account now. Um, so, yeah. Now, some people don't read the comments on social media. I think some big influencers who could get, you know, much hate and much trolling, they don't read the comments or they turn off the comments. Um, and I think that that's wise. I think that you should be careful what you put out there, depending on the mood that you're in and how you're feeling. If you're feeling strong and commanding and energetic, and uh, then you know maybe you can be a bit more bold on social media. If you're feeling a bit wobbly and vulnerable, then maybe um, you know social media can pick in those gaps and those holes and those weaknesses. Um, I said earlier, didn't I? People will hate about you the very thing that's great about you. I have raised money to help people with life-threatening brain operations. I helped raise seventeen thousand pounds for my sisters. Um, kidney operation, and I still got a significant criticism for that. And so um, whilst I knew this already, it just taught me, even if you went to Africa and saved the world, um, you know, even if you did um, a, a million good deeds of kindness, someone's going to go, oh, he's just doing that for marketing. He's just trying to get those photos with those kids for everyone to think he's a good business pe person. Then he's going to screw people over. People will hate about you, the very thing that's great about you. People will criticize whatever you do. So you might as well go and do it anyway, and you might as well put your brand out there. Like I said, do you want to face the outer criticism or the inner criticism? For me, the outer criticism is far less cruel than the inner criticism. And I don't want to live with hating myself and beating myself up and always wishing I should be more and do more and put myself out, self out there more. It's completely naive to think you can have one side uh, and social media will give you all the great things and all the challenging things. It will give you the support and the challenge. It will give you, like Rava said here, the rough with the smooth, the fan with, with, with the hater. Um, and if you have no haters, you have no brand. If you have no haters, you're not putting yourself out there enough. Um, of course, if you have all of the world hate you, you're probably being a bit too aggressive. Um, I think if you take cheap shots on social media, you're going to get cheap shots back. Um, so, yeah, I didn't make any notes. I just thought I'd uh, set a discussion going on this. Um, is social media ruining our lives? Um, I think you've got to be strategic with it. I think that it's addictive. I think that if you allow it to become an addiction and you become a slave to it, I think it could definitely damage your lives. I think there's a lot of bullying going on social media, which I hate. Um, uh, but um, all the things we see as downside are also challenges to make sure that we are humble and, and, and in balance. 
Um, and I think if you go into social media, knowing what the upsides and downsides are, knowing the opportunities and threats, knowing that you're going to get support and challenge, um, then I think you can go in with an open mind. John Demartini, he taught me whenever you set a future goal, what most people do is just look at the upsides of the future goal. Oh, I'm going to set this goal and I'm going to have this and be this and do this and achieve this. And when he sets a goal, he also looks at what challenges and downsides that goal is going to bring because nothing brings all upside. Um, and when the downsides happen, so right now as we speak, there's um, you know, a couple of people in particular that are, are, are on a bit of a, um, an anti-charm offensive about me, if you like. What, how does that serve me? Um, it teaches me to um, assess my relationships and think, you know, am I building good relationships with people? Am I dealing with it in the right way? Um, it gets me to evaluate my social media strategy. It gets me to evaluate how I treat people. It gets me to check that, um, you know, I'm doing the right thing by people. It gets me to um, stay humble, stay balanced, stay grounded, um, to try and learn from my mistakes. Um, I could list a whole load of other things um, that, you, you know, it, it can teach me. Uh, and it's going to continue to happen because as soon as I get overly confident or I am, um, you know, maybe don't look as much at downside as upside. Um, the universe and social media is going to throw me a curveball and throw me a challenge to keep me into balance. You know, all emotions are feedback to put you back into balance. If you're um, overly high, you'll get humbled. If you're overly down, you'll get supported. Um, you're overly up, you'll get challenged. You're overly down, you'll get um, um, kindness and, and help to, to lift you back up. And social media just exaggerates that, in my opinion. So anyway, I'd love to know your thoughts. I've kind of rambled on a bit now. I've got to get to the gym. I haven't got long. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think. Um, is social media ruining our lives? Um, are we using it as a tool to make the world a better place? Has it exaggerated fake news, criticism, trolling, hatred, bullying, um, defamation? Or has it enabled us to reach our ideal client and followers and fans and subscribers all around the world for free? Or has it done both? Let me know what you think. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.